Welcome back to the show, everybody. This is your Carabao Cup final preview on the Shankly Sessions. Joining me, representing the blue side of London, the podfather himself, Ian the Dynamo Kelly. How are we doing, Ian? Ian, you're on mute there and you've no camera. Yep. You back? You're on mute. You're on mute, my friend. No, I'm not. There you go. Now you're back. See how easy that is for people like to unmute themselves. You told me I'm on mute. Boom. Yeah, done. Absolutely. Why does it take these? Do you ever see journalists even going? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tongue hanging out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then again, they generally work for the sun. So <laughs> for where? <laughs> well, well anyway I, th- I thought I'd have you on let's do this preview for this massive final tomorrow I know a lot of people turn around and go like it's the it's the third or fourth trophy that's available to you but this feels like a big final doesn't it two Champions League teams you know and 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 you know fighting on a number of fronts at the moment it's a big final isn't it well it's it, it's it's two powerhouses really yeah. isn't it like like you know what i mean no matter what way you look at it with man city obviously they're becoming a powerhouse and we can you know we can shit and giggle about it but i think really when you look at it historically like liverpool and chelsea are the two big powerhouses of the last 20 years you know what i mean and you know city are are now in that in that bracket but Something special about Liverpool Chelsea games when it comes to knockout football. Mm, I think that would be the best way of saying it, wouldn't it? Yeah, I kind of like I kind of like the one-off ones. I'm not overly interested really in the two-legged ones. Um because sometimes Yeah, you never you haven't fared too well over them ones, but like in yeah. fairness, you've fared pretty well uh with, with, with that fast fat Spanish waiter, as they said. You know, no, I don't mean any disrespect to Rafa Benitez. I have a lot of, lot of respect for Rafa. He won us the European trophy as well. So, no, hats, but you know, hats off, him. hats off to him. He did a great job at Everton. He done the job for both of us, didn't he? Yeah, absolutely. And now, yeah. and now we've sent Frank in, Agent Frank is in there now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a this is the third meeting of uh, both teams. Um. And you've won the previous two. Matea Kesman, the first mm. do you remember that? Yeah, absolutely. And we're obviously looking to win this for a ninth time. So we got one ahead of Man City. We've let Man City get ahead of themselves the last few years with this League Cup. They've taken it as a, a very serious trophy over the last few years. I think they've won a what, four out of the last five or something like that? Well, I'll be honest with you. I am of the opinion, and like I don't really care what anyone says. Twitter is a, is a, is a toxic place when it comes to trophies not meaning something unless you win them. I absolutely um, think, you know, if you want to say the Community Shield is a bit of a knockoff, fair enough, because it is a Community Shield. But you still want to win it, just, you know, because it sets the tone for the season. But I think when it comes to the FA Cup, I think when it comes to, I always call it the Carling Cup, but the Carabao Cup will say it. Um, you know, I, 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 I absolutely think these trophies matter. You know what I mean? Um, it's it's a trophy. It can be the difference in what you you know for a manager. It can be the difference in how you negotiate. Um, you know, summer summer dealings. You know, are you a 
are you a cup team or are you a league team? Like it, it really, it really does kind of define. Um, I think personally, the rest of your season and where you go. Um, I have like, I have no qualms about saying that I want the strongest team being fielded tomorrow, and I'm sure you're you're of the same opinion. Um, we we all have back and forth banter's going. We play our, we play the kids in the cup, but no. Oh, well, yeah. I suppose with the exception on our side of Callagher, because I'd have that Irish bias about me. So I'm happy for Callagher to be in goal. Well, me, in fairness, me, he's been me really too. good this season as well as a deputy to Allison as well. So I'm not too upset about that. But everything else, you want your strongest name out there without a shadow of a doubt. And to be honest, if it was Adrian or Allison, I'd be saying Allison, not Adrian, even if he played in the Cubs. But be, I well, have that well, Irish well, bias about me. <laughs> I guarantee it. Well, look, obviously, you and me are both Irish, in fairness. The, yeah. the, the boy Callagher is. Uh, his quality and he's going to have a great, great career. Um, you know, I heard so much so that uh, apparently, you know, Celtic were looking for a loan from next season to play all, all their games, which would be probably not a bad move or, or a Premier League team. You know what I mean? I think he's that quality that he could be probably even able to go to a Premier League team or a championship team. Um, but yeah, I mean, but look, at the same time, I'd be happy if he was do that, <laughs> you know, because I know that there's no room for sentiment in uh, Chelsea. Um, mm. It's your strongest keeper and your strongest team, and that's it. I mean, like I think Kepa should play tomorrow, mm. but I know that that's not going to happen. It's going to be done well. He's done well this season for you. He's done well this season Absolutely, for you. Yeah. And I've listened. I've listened to a lot of fan channels this week, and they've been talking about how this could potentially go to penalties. And if it did, isn't Kepa your man you want between the sticks for Panos? Yep. Yeah, so that best, was that. Best, penal, best, penalties, best penalty stats in the whole Premier League. Mm. I believe in Europe. Potentially, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I didn't look it up. but I believe, um, no, I'm not, I'm not 100%. Don't, don't fact check me on that there. Mm. Um, but, um, yeah. So, point I'm making is you generally see managers like Tuchel is at the point now where he's just literally not even a year and a half into a stint and this could be what his fourth trophy <laughs> I've been so impressed with how he's dealt with all the shit that's been flung at him over the last six months um, I think he's done an incredible job he could have easily folded and I know you've gone through a rough patch sometimes in terms of results and draws and stuff like that but for him to be able to handle the business in a professional way the way he's done it is a testament to the man as well and especially with the latest stuff that's going on I mean we're not going to get too political on the, the preview obviously but no. certainly it doesn't help I don't, I don't mind you bringing it up though I don't mind you bringing yeah. it up because I'm, I'm not going to get political about it either I mm. know that the elegant but you know I, I, I did know that this would be you know, part of the topic and address the elephant in the room. Um, like, I can only speak from my perspective, not Chelsea fans as a whole. Um, I think Roman Abramovich doesn't has done an amazing job. I think for, <clears throat> I think for the UK and that MP, I'm not going to mention his name. Uh, you know, for the sake of your show, mm. um, in particular to politicise a football club just because a Russian owner happens to own the football club. I think if we're going to go down that route, then we should really be looking at what Saudis we bring in and what Americans we bring in. You know, if we want to really kind of take moral high grounds on this, yeah. you know, then we can we can throw stones all day long. And you know what we'll end up with? 
mm. we'll end up with a load of bearded ladies like Monty Python. Well, you see, the thing about it is Roman's positioned himself nicely as well because he's been funding the club and the club owes him a truckload of cash. So it's not as it's not as straightforward as people think. Um, nope. But I don't see it going to that place at all. <clears throat> but did you did you know is... that uh, it's come out as fact that Roman Abramovich has also done this in 2019 when Theresa May tried to do those sanctions, which he won in a court of law. Don't forget, this yeah. is what these Tories and these MPs don't realise. Yeah. In a court of law, he was proven, oh yeah, there's pictures of him with Vladimir Putin. Yeah, of course, he's Russian. He's an oligarch. Of course, he's going to have meetings with these mm. people. However, yeah. he has a £2 billion loan to the club in case that never happens to him. It, it, it's mad to think, isn't it, that like, you know, and like we feel for the Ukrainian people and everything. Oh, yeah, I, I just, 100%. I just wanted to say that as well. Yeah. I just wanted to say that. I mean, look, this is like uh, I'll do this on Dynamo's dozen. I'm mm-hmm. gonna do a podcast on the whole thing and how you know we stand with Ukraine and we do. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna do a podcast on, on how like you know this how it's got to this level. It should have never, never happened. But yeah, uh, but it's it's mad, isn't it? Mad to think that like the invasion of a country like that can have such far-reaching consequences as to point, you know, start pointing the finger at the likes of, say, Roman and Chelsea. And you see the Champions League being lifted out of St. Petersburg going to Paris and yeah. everything. is Like, it, it, it's mad to think that it has such a far-reaching consequence that it, it's not just potentially like one country invading another country, you know, which is, you know... Crazy, it, it's never goes. Yeah, the never saying the same, but it's mad the knock on and the ripple effect it has right through the world of sport and everything else. You know, it's, it's like I, I, I understand the, the uh, you know, usually people would know me as being very, very uh, abrupt and you know, I don't hold my opinions in when it comes to it. But I under on this occasion, I understand what people are trying to do, and I'm like, I've always been a, a big fan of the nation of Russia and been a, mm. been a fan, not necessarily of their politics, you know what I mean? But I'm not a fan of any country's politics, to be fair. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's never it's never squeaky clean. Mm. But I understand what they're trying to do with the World Cup and, you know... The Champions Euro, League. Champions Euro League. Eurovision will be a deal breaker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to get the country to go, like, look, anything that we... Yeah. Nobody wants to go to war with Russia, right? Mm. Because, but I suppose, I suppose what it does demonstrate it demonstrates how we're all so closely linked within this world. Yes, that just that that, that ripple effect that goes through the whole globe, and you can understand why potentially people could end up in a world war if we go back through history from a simple beginnings, not a simple beginnings, but you know, a, like an invasion into one country and it ripples through the whole continent and the whole world. And we end up in a really big sort of mess, you know? So it's not just... Too, not, too, not too far behind our lifetime as well, when you think about it, you know what I mean? It's yeah. a scary thought. But um, no, but getting on back to the football uh, yeah. and, and the reason that you're obviously bringing that up because it is so uh, prevalent and, mm. and, and, and important in what we're talking about, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I, I heard that Wembley were going to do a thing where they were going to do the Ukrainian kind of they were going to put the colours but then they were saying it could be a thing with Chelsea fans as well that it would make Chelsea fans kind of almost be like oh well they're guilty purely because their team is you know owned by a Russian yeah. owner which yeah. I mean Roman let's let's put context on this Roman Romanovich hasn't even lived in Russia like he's lived in, in, in you know in, in yeah. Israel 
mm. um, for the last few years. So I think before we start throwing stones, and look, I get banter. Banter is always going to be, a, you know, a thing. But I think when it comes to this, there needs to be actual context. And, and like, there's, you know, legally speaking, um, I think the UK would, well, that Tory guy in particular, apparently he's already been taken to court by mm. Roman's uh, mm. clan. So, well, I think uh, even I think even from a safety point of view, because it'd be naive to think at the cup final tomorrow that there would there wouldn't be Chelsea fans there who are Russian, because naturally there would be Russian fans based in the UK who follow Chelsea Football Club because of Roman Abramovich, and, <laughs> and, should, should, and I think should, I think they have they be, to be because from know, a safety from a safety racism. point from a safety yeah. point of view and stuff, you know, you don't want to be inciting stuff. You know what I mean? Albeit you don't want to be saying we're not like we're not supporting the invasion in any way, but I don't no. think we should add to it in such a way that no. it creates, you know, other safety issues elsewhere. Before we get on to the game as well, I just want to note that uh, Roman Abramovich's daughter yesterday put up a uh, an Instagram post. I'll send it to you actually after the show mm. if you want to even put it up. Mm. Just just the show. Yeah. Um, she put up and said, um, she said. Russia is not invading Ukraine. One man is, and, and she said Putin is in, yeah. is invading Ukraine. So, yeah. it, it, you know, a lot of these, that's good context, really, mm. I think. Um, well, on a, on a more positive note. Absolutely. Chelsea tomorrow are about to create football history. I don't know if you're aware of this. Okay. They're the first team in English football history to compete in major domestic cup finals in six consecutive campaigns. Did you know that? No. There you go. That is that is pretty impressive though, isn't it? Very, very impressive. Well, well. Not that you want to be called a cup team, but it's a it's well, in, an the inter- no- in the 90s we were. <laughs> I know. That's Glenn Hoddle. <laughs> yeah. Um and Sadio Mane, just to give you another fact about it, Sadio Mane has scored eight goals. Can I tell you something about that kid, by the way? Yeah. I just want to, as a Chelsea fan, applaud its go to, um, to, you know, to Salah all the time. And rightly so. Um, you know, and Klopp. Sadio Mane is, is, is the modern-day Didier Drogba in what he does, in terms of what he does for his country, what he does. I, I just... I think that man deserves a lot more plaudits than he gets. Um, and you know what? I tell you, I'd, I'd happily have him in my team, 100%. But I just, I just wanted it, just a little side note yeah, as a, an absolutely. appreciation. Don't be pimping your club out to him. He ain't gone nowhere. <laughs> and oh, I, I, did notice, I did notice on the match reaction the other night against Leeds, he looks very happy playing his football again with Salah as well, which is a very dangerous situation for opponents. But uh, he scored eight goals against Chelsea in all competitions, only netting more in his career against Crystal Palace 13. So he likes scoring against Chelsea. He does. Mm. He does. Um, yeah, he does. Now, another bit of history could be created tomorrow if one Diogo Jota plays. Diogo Jota scored in the quarterfinal and the semi-final, and he could become only the second ever Liverpool player to score in a quarterfinal, a semi-final, and potentially a final. Who do you think the last man was? I'll give you a hint. It was 1980-81. Go on. Kenny Daglish. 
Yeah, you, you know what? You're trying to turn me into a Liverpool fan. You're, you're, <laughs> you're throwing all these little stats out because you know I'm a dog leash fan. I met the man, uh, one of my one of my proudest. Um, meeting him, John Barnes and uh, Henrik Larsson in one day as a, as a 14-year-old kid was actually probably one of my highlights of... Cracking, of, cracking day, cracking day. Doesn't go any better than that, does it really? <laughs> no. No, you know, as a Chelsea fan and as a Celtic fan, that's that's yeah, that's a really really good start actually. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Um, mm. let, let's get into a bit of team news then for Chelsea. Obviously, we know Chilwell is out, and um, big loss of course, but we know he's been out. We know Mount had an ankle injury, but he was on the bench against Lille, didn't feature, so I presume he's fully fit. He's he's, he's yeah, fully fit. He's, he's good confirm, to go. Yeah. Um, I can confirm, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, if he's on the bench, he's fully fit anyway. Oh, and yeah. I seen that uh, Zayich and Kovacic uh, trained, didn't they? So it looks like they're going to be okay. They're okay yeah. Um, yeah. The, only, the only question really is Reese James. I know he went on the trip and stuff like that, but he may feature. He'd be one I'd be concerned about. if he. Well, you heard. Him. Well, well, that's an interesting point that you bring up because I can mm-hmm. see your face kind of going, oh, shit, like... Uh, because Tuchel done a little bit of Mourinho, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. In the press conference, he goes, if I'm crazy enough to play him, I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I it's always playing. Play. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, you know, this is an argument in world football, you know, on their day, who was the best right wing back, Trent or James? And I think even you admitted, like, you would probably have a James just for consistency in terms of both, uh, you know, Aspects we uh, will, we we may find out tomorrow, my friend. We may you know what I mean. Tomorrow, <laughs> it doesn't so, get any bigger than a day at Wembley, so we will see. No, um, no. T- team news for Liverpool. Obviously, Firmino looks like he he's a doubt, but they don't think he's going to make it. Jota is a race against fitness. They think he may just make it, but. I'm not sure whether I want him to feature unless he's 100% and they need to be careful with that because we've got plenty of options there, to be honest. So there's no well, need to be risking that crazy. Three points behind fucking Man City. And I'm going to go out on a limb here. As much as I... I'm not going to say despise Liverpool Football Club because I don't despise any football club other than Rangers and Man United. Um and even even that word despise what Man United is, it's more so I I don't like it because you talk shit. Whereas the only football club that I actually detest is is Rangers Football Club. Um I'm gonna go out on a limb here for all your Liverpool fans here. And you know, unless something monumental happens and you know, I don't know, maybe Putin, you know, delays your games or something. And helps Chelsea kind of catch up. Um, well, you won't be delaying our games. We're American owned, so we're all good at the moment. Yeah, well, yeah, but that, that means you're fucked because America aren't going to do shit. <laughs> which, which, which means, which means our games will go ahead. So it's no, that's not a Putin. If he goes to Russia, they go okay, yes sir, no problem. Yeah, but see, we've played you twice in the league, so it's all good. Oh no, that's that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah, no, no, it's grand. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If if any of these monumental things happen. I want Liverpool to win the league. I certainly, with the, with, with the next month that's coming up and the fixtures that are coming up, I wouldn't be as quick to even reel yourselves out of a title race at the moment. It's not that far a stretch when you see well, what I'm, can happen with results. So yeah, let's wait and see. We're still early days at the moment, but it's nice to be within 
you know, within grasping reach of them at the minute and have a little bit of control ourselves. Makes it a little bit more. So, and I'm sorry, I'm segueing on your show here, but that's no, no, it's all good. You know, hopefully, uh, hopefully, Frank does us a favor today. In Frank, I trust. (laughs) Big call, big call at the moment. Um, yeah, let's look at it. Chelsea starting lineup. Um, I have a possible lineup here, so you can comment on it when we go through it. So I have yeah. Ke- I have Kepa and goals, uh, Christensen, Thiago, Rudiger, Aspi, Jorginho, Kante, Alonso, Mount, Pulisic, and Havertz. Okay, that what you want? That what do you, you want? Thank you. Um, I would personally go with Kepa in goal. I think the fact that mm. you should always trust the keeper that got you there. Yeah. However, the big managers make big calls. Um, I have a feeling Mendy will get the will get the show, which you know is causing it a little bit of a debate uh, amongst the the community. Um, might might not sit well with his teammates either, would it? Seeing as no. he got seeing as he got you to the dance, I would personally start with him. Mm. And I hope Tuchel kind of has that little bit of sentiment because it's not like you're throwing some jabroni in. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, I mean, he, he, he done a very, very capable job. In fact, he done more than a capable job while Mendy was out because we actually had a good run of Premier League games where we didn't mm. lose. Mm. So I would I would like Kepa to start personally. I think the fact that he got shown from the, the World Club Championship. Uh, but... I understood that because it was Mendy that got us to to that. You yeah, know through I mean? the Champions League. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, like, and he was goalkeeper of the year in the Champions League. So I think with this cup, I think he he should get the nod. Um, absolutely, <clears throat> Kai Havertz uh, needs to start up front. When Kai Havertz plays in that number nine position, we are a different team altogether. Um, I know you're a big fan of big Kai. Um I think this boy is just flourishing. He looks like now something's clicked in his head and the confidence is just... Well, he's only going to get better and better. That's that's the scary thing about him. I know. I, I obviously have to bring up Big Rom. Um, I know there's a lot of indifference between the fan base and stuff like that with what was said and what's gone on and obviously his current form and all the crap from last week, seven touches in a game, two in the first half, one was a tip-off, blah, 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 blah. Um. But the physicality, the physicality of him up there against the likes of potentially a Matup or a Van Dyke, would that reap rewards for players running onto him in terms of hold up play and being strong enough and stuff like that? Or do you think Van Dyke would just work him out and he's kind of, I won't say lazy, but he looks lazy within his play and Van Dyke would have a field day with him as opposed to the, the cleverness of the likes of Havertz and you know Pulisic and Mount and stuff like that, which could create a different proposition for those centre-backs. Well, like I said to you, you know, we can go back this point last season and you'll find, I'm sure you'll find a show of me saying, this is when Pulisic steps up. (laughs) Yeah. And he did the other week. Lovely, Mm. tidy, knee finish. Because he Mm. probably knows that, you know, the Prince of Stamford Bridge is coming back, Eden Hazard, next year, which is, yeah, I think it looks more and more likely. So he's probably like, oh, oh shit, I need to step up here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, to answer your question about Romelu Lukaku, where do I begin? Um, I'm not going to go on a tirade and, you know, call him any, yeah. any names. Or, or 
I think that that could be 50-50. I understand what you're saying in, in like the idea of what you're saying is 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 perfect. You know what I mean? Rom could cause and like if if you got the Inter Milan Romelu Lukaku going toe to toe with 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 Van Dijk, that's absolutely yeah, I'm all over it. One of the worrying things that I saw that one of the Chelsea fans on Twitter pointed out, I can't remember his name, so I, I, I can't um, I can't even give him props for this, unfortunately. But it showed in the Arsenal game when he first came how he was still slim and you know looked, and he was he was off the he was just literally on the shoulder and off the off the mark every time. And then progressively, and in no way, shape, or form, I was saying Romelu Lukaku is out of shape. He's a monster. He looks better than fucking most of us. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But, but he can put on weight. Weight yeah. doesn't mean fat. Mm. It just means bulk. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he's a big boy. You know, you're like... Well, he's, yeah, certainly, he, he's certainly looking bigger than when he arrived. Now, yeah. we're, we're, not, we're not talking in terms of fatness and stuff like that, but no, we're talking about, just, I mean, there's shape that we do be in and then there's football shape, which is a very different world. Exactly. Yeah. Look, if he's going, if he wants to go and wrestle for WrestleMania, mm. fair enough, he's in perfect shape. Yeah. However, to be in the shape that he's in playing off the shoulder, no. And I'm, 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 I'm sick of this narrative that, oh, we have to change our way of playing to appease Lukaku. Bollocks. We are the champions of Europe. He needs to change the way he plays to fit in to how the champions of the world play. Yeah. He's a piece of shit. I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I said I wasn't gonna name call, mm. but he's quite clearly a piece of shit. He's supposedly this intelligent guy. You know what I mean? Intelligent guy. Well, an intelligent guy doesn't go and make an interview for himself and then get fined three weeks wages by the club because you know he's he's a buffoon buffoon is the perfect word and um, Koi Harris deserves to start tomorrow I don't care what Lukaku could potentially do you know I'll tell you what what potential can do yeah you start Lukaku tomorrow and potentially we could be 2-0 down by half time and then we have to rectify it yeah. go into the game with your strongest team Koi Havertz, Ziyech, and, and, and Pulisic are melt. Yeah. 100%. Interesting. Um, Sorry for the rant there. No, 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 you no. I just wanted to get your take on it because there's, there's a kind of a there's a kind of a division in there. One that says that you need a bit of power and strength up there when you're dealing with two very strong centre-backs like these guys. Then there's another core group there that would turn around and say, right, well, the cleverness and the ingenuity of Havertz and Pulisic and Mount and guys like that outweighs that. So well, look at look at, ZH, the, look, at the, look at the Anfield game at the start of the season. Yeah, case in point, mm. Havertz got the got that header. I mean, you know, until Reece James got sent off, you boys were looking really, you know, yeah. admittedly yeah. so from your point of yeah. view. It, it then, is um, it is interesting from a final, isn't it? Because the two teams that have played. It's really been the flip of a coin, really, in terms of what's oh. going on. There's very yeah. little between both teams, really, isn't there, when you think about it? Absolutely. Um, you know, with both clubs, I think, when you look at both clubs, obviously, um, now we have history, so you can you can, you can can sing that to the Man City fans now from now on. Um, City, you have no history. <laughs> that would actually work better. Uh, no, 
Brandon's done nothing too bad. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, they, they, they've 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 quite a nice history actually. When you look at their uh, you look at their stats. No, but I think with Liverpool and Chelsea, yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, when you look at the last twenty years, I think we outweigh us by twelve trophies in terms of what we won. But it's easy to kind of stat pack. You know what I mean? That's why for all the Liverpool fans here, I'm not trying to be a dickhead here. It's easy to stat pack, but when you look at those Liverpool-Chelsea games, like you mentioned, they're so close. You never get a 4-0 mm. or a 3-0 or a... Tends, you know to be, I mean? tends to be, when people talk about moments football, tends to be moments, doesn't it? Yes. For two really good teams. Yes. I mean, you had the sending yes. off of Reese James. Obviously, you was going down to 10 men and it kind of killed the, the nature of the game. You had us yeah. going to the bridge, I think it was, and we scored two real good goals real quick. And then Kovacic pops up with a worldie to get us back in it. And we go from there, flip of a coin. So it was all these kind of things, you know what I mean? So It is moments, actually. Yeah, yeah that's a it's good, just that's these a good moments. But the thing about it is we're both renowned for really good football play. We're not really renowned for being moments FC. You know, no. so it's interesting to build up to it tomorrow from that point of view. Um, in terms of Liverpool, Callagher and goals, I think I think he's nailed on. I think unless Klopp does, he tries a fast one or something like that. But he's basically said he's in, and they're taken by his word. There's no doubt about it. I don't. I don't think Klopp would lie about. I don't. I don't think yeah. Klopp would. Yeah, do that. Yeah, I wouldn't have but thought so either. Um, Trent, Matip, Van Dijk, Robertson, Henderson, Fabinho, Thiago, Salah, Mane, and Diaz. Um, I don't think he will risk Jota straight away. He may come into the game if things aren't working for us. Um, the only other thing there, he he may, I don't know, he may go with Kanate instead of Matip, but I think he'll stick with Matip because he has shown a bit of form and he's playing really, really well. And I think the he's rest actually, the- he really impressed me the last game, I have to say. I watched the, yeah. um, I watched the, the extended highlights of the, um, the victory, which was, yeah. well, I had to. <laughs> once, I, once I saw the scoreline I was like holy yeah. shit I don't, I don't think you'll see an easier goal like a more simple goal but yet so brilliant in terms yeah. of it was like slow motion replay or something was it? and the Leeds yeah. team was just standing <laughs> like, there watching this unfold this, this, <laughs> yeah. this, like yeah, if, you, if that's your team you're going yeah. Yeah. You track yeah. him track him track him yeah. it's not the first yeah. time he's done it you know but yeah interesting but uh, and I think the midfield is kind of as strong as a midfield we're going at, there might be a question over whether Kate should go in there. But I think we have to have our captain in there, Hendo. Fabinho was absolutely sublime in this position and Thiago looks amazing at the moment. Um, I was reading a thing the other day that they have a special programme for Thiago that keeps him fit and injury-free and all. So it's absolutely brilliant. They're, they're really digging into science these days and these guys that are normally injury-prone, Matup's having the season of his life. He's normally injury-prone. Thiago, the same. He's starting to come back in there now and they're kind of babysitting him through these games, stuff like that. And he's going to be vital in the running. Um, and I think yeah. the boy, have you seen much of the boy Diaz? Has he impressed you so far? I was, I was a fan of him anyway, um, yeah. from his Porto days. Um, it was actually kind of one that I was hoping we'd make a sneaky bid for. Like, But yeah. then again, I knew like he probably wouldn't fit the, you know, fit the team, but it was, it was, it was one that I was like, whoever gets him is going to be, yeah, he, yeah. he, he looks, he looks sexy, doesn't he? And yeah, I mean that in terms of sexy football. Like, he, yeah. he, 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 I have to say, like, Klopp for me, um, is the best. He's the best manager in terms of going after targets that he wants and not settling for anything. Yeah. Other. There's a patience um, to him, isn't there? 
patience because you look at Mourinho or Conte or, or uh, you know, we, we haven't seen it yet with Tuchel and, and Tuchel seems to be very much in the club. Like he wants Declan Rice and that's mm. it. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? That's give me Declan Rice and give me who he also said he wanted Eden Hazard as well, which is kind of ironic, isn't it? Mm. You know, at 30, 31, it's like, well, could Tuchel be the one to fucking, you know, bring Hazard back to his best? Would you doubt it? No. With these Germans, you wouldn't. But I think Klopp, he's so fucking, you know, he's infuriating at times, you know, when you're an opposition fan. Because you're like, oh my god, he's fucking. What he's got he it. He's got it. He's got it right again. He's got it right again. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. It's not because he's a dickhead. Because he's actually yeah. cool. I like yeah. listening to him. He's a nice guy. He speaks the truth. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's not like a Mourinho type character where. But he just like, gets it. He just gets it right so many times. Like he's, just, yeah. he's fucking. He's fantastic, man. He's he's without a shadow of a doubt. I'm sure when his stint is done, he's going to go on manage Germany, or whatever, and lead them to millions more World Cups. Scary taught him going in there to manage Germany, isn't it? Isn't it? Um, I had a look at the betting. So Chelsea are 21 to 10. The draws 43 to 20. So basically two to one. And Liverpool are 14 to 10. So Liverpool are favourites for this. Um, the only reason I'm thinking they're favourites is because current form at the moment, they're really, really oh, good. So they're playing really, really well. Um, they have like they have a full complement basically to choose from and they have options. And I think Chelsea's form has been slightly indifferent and they've been purged with injuries and knocks and all this kind of stuff. The Lukaku stuff and everything else that's been going on has slightly derailed. But the, as I said... Well, the last already, game against, against Lille was, 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 was probably probably one of our best performances in a long time. Yeah. Hmm. You know, and yeah. I think... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut across. No, you, no, but no, but I agree one hundred percent. Liverpool are the are the form team. I mean, if you're if you're if you're a smart man, mm. smart money's on Liverpool, right? Yeah. Well, it's still a flip of a coin. It's still a flip yeah. of a coin. It's heads or tails. This really, you know what I mean? It's it's heads or tails. It's who walks out onto that hollow turf at Wembley and wants it more. Basically, the other thing I said to people yesterday was: is although winning this cup is not the most amazing thing when we're both in the Champions League still and FA Cups and all this kind of stuff. I think, and the title race, obviously, I think this could be the, the win that pushes us on even further this season to do better things. It could be that trampoline effect where you pick up the League Cup and you go, stick our big boy chess out now and we can have a run at the league. We can do well in the Champions League. We can continue in the FA Cup and all that kind of stuff. And it could become the instrumental thing that creates a crazy season for one of each of, each of our teams. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Mm. 100%. I mean, I, again, I think it's a fantastic book. Mm. I don't think people should, uh, you know, like if Plymouth Argyle won that, mm. imagine like the noise around that. Mm. So it's not a nonsense cup. It's just because those teams are fighting for so many others mm. that are a little bit bigger. However, I think one hundred percent what you said is 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 completely accurate. Yeah. Um, well, it's like what I said to you when we were previewing the World Club Cup. It's only not important until you're not that team that's there. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah know, once you're that team that's there, it's the biggest yeah. thing in the world. There's no. It's the journey. It's the journey. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's only yeah, a handful like, of teams can wear that lovely golden badge in the middle of their jersey. That's what I say to people. It's, it's all well and good knocking it, you. but it's, it's not actually. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, but it's not actually it's not actually about that tournament. It's about what you had to do to get to that stage, and that's what people forget. Well, I mean, you've got a lot of big game players playing on the turf at Wembley tomorrow. Mm. Listen, there's a certain German boy that uh, has a history now in the last year of scoring goals and finals, um, and I happen to be wearing the jersey. King Koi, as they call, as we call him now, like, and then of course you've got Salah, who doesn't, you know, who doesn't fucking sleep on the big occasion. You know, mm. Mane, he can be hit and miss, as you say, but he likes scoring goals against Chelsea. And on fire at the moment, coming off uh, yeah. after winning the Afcon with Senegal and all, like, yeah. like, like yeah. Mendy as well, obviously, yeah, yeah. Mm. So we don't know whether we're gonna get like. Um, we don't know whether we're gonna like. We don't know what we got with Diaz. He could be another fucker that scores goals against Chelsea for fun. Going well, forward, see, he'll so. go. He'll go in all naive. He won't have a clue. He'll just go in and want to play ball. <laughs> that's the thing about him. And he doesn't know any scary. of this history. He's just going to go out there and want to enjoy his football. Yeah, yeah. and that's kind of scary. So, I I know you're going to bring predictions up soon, but um, man. It's, it's an intriguing toy, isn't it? I, I'm going to tell you one thing right now. My anxiety levels will be through the roof, uh, you know, within a half an hour to kick off. And that should tell you enough that this fixture and this cup means something. It's been a long time before before any match between Chelsea and Liverpool hasn't meant something, regardless of whether it's a cup final or not. It's a, That's it, also it, a good point. It, it yeah. has spawned into, you know, we talk about the rivalries between ourselves and United and obviously yourselves with the London clubs and things like that and City on the outskirts and stuff like that. But Chelsea-Liverpool has become a rivalry because of managers, oh, yeah. because of the shithousery, because of everything, you know? Yeah. So it's a, it's, a, it's a proper game tomorrow. It's a, friendly, it's a friendly rivalry, but it's a rivalry all the same. Like, it's, it's, I wouldn't say even so friendly, but, I mean, it's not, it's not life or death, you know what I mean? It's, mm. it's, it's one of those where you're like, we don't like yous, yeah. but we respect yous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Give us, um, give us your prediction, then. Two one, Chelsea. Two one, Chelsea. Mm-hmm. In 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 normal time. Normal time. No normal extra time. time. Extra time. That's a big call, isn't it? And oh, I, presume, I, presume, I, I presume I presume I presume Koy is going to get the second one, is he? Yeah. Apparently going to be big Ram or something. Is he? <laughs> it's got to be Koy. It's got to be Koy. <laughs> I could imagine you tomorrow going. Imagine big, imagine Ram Lukaku gets the second one, and you're jumping up and you're going, yeah, and you go. Oh, it's fucking Lukaku. <laughs> Dude, if he scores, I'll be the most fickle fan of all time. <laughs> I can just imagine, Listen, yeah. The thing about Lukaku is I've forgiven him for the for, for the interview. Yeah. What I haven't forgiven him for is the fucking effort that he's put Yeah, the lack that, of work rate, right, yeah. Absolutely. That's really what it boils down to. Look, yeah. I understand people do shit. When I call him a piece of shit, it's like, don't come to our club and say you're the biggest Chelsea fan and you grew up idolizing Didier Drogba yeah. when you don't put the effort that someone had Drogba done. Yeah. Like, come on, kid. You know mm. what I mean? Like, we're rooting for you. Like, mm. you're 28 years of age. You're literally meant to be in your prime years. You should be the guy that's on the front cover of top 50 footballers of 442 magazine, the way we used to buy. You know what you I mean? You should be the guy after every weekend that's on the back page for all the right reasons and not the wrong ones. And listen, there's still time. There's still yeah, time. So what you said earlier, 
earlier, like, look, if he if he goes with Lukaku, and Lukaku has a point to prove. This could be the making of Lukaku too. Imagine him getting the winner. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna go three one Liverpool. Um, but again, I would preface that by saying <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it went to penalties. Um, I think we'll come out of the blocks very fast. I think you'll kind of frustrate us a little bit and figure us out a little bit the way Tuchel does. Um, but we'll see what happens. The one that I put in there, I do think it will be Havertz. Um, who gets that one. But I think, I don't know, I have a sneaky feeling about Mane tomorrow and the boy Diaz, as you mentioned. So I, I think we've got so many options up front there. Um, and the way Thiago's playing at the moment, It'll be interesting to see how that midfield stacks up to your midfield. That's where I think the battle's really going to be. Yeah, it's be very when, interesting. That's a really good point, actually. I was, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because I think at this moment, I think um, Mateo Kovacic is one of the best midfielders on the planet. Mm. Um, he's everything that like Kante was, and Kante is out to get in a second fucking. You know, obviously because of the injuries, he's fit at the moment. That Kante uh, Kovacic midfield is quite mm. that run. That run Kante made the other night. I'm a Liverpool fan, and I was willing the ball into the net after that run. What amazing little run he made for a small little guy! Like it was class. He, and and him and, and and then you got Kovacic who's kind of like the stocky, yeah. stockier of the two who likes it. Like, have you ever seen a man hitting a better volley? Like, I mean, he done it last season at Everton as well. Um, I'm not even going to tempt fate with that. I'm not even going to mention it. Not from the last game. <laughs> well, I'm going to mention it. So, uh, <laughs> I think, no, that midfield battle yeah. is very, very interesting. And I think Koi likes playing against Liverpool. You can tell because he sneaks in, you know, mm. even on set pieces and stuff like that. So, I know, 3-1 for you, that's okay. That's, that's, that's a fairly decent mm. prediction. Just don't call me after it if that's actually accurate. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll be WhatsApping each other all through the match anyway. This is the way it goes down with this thing. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, look, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it will be a springboard for either team in terms of how their season is going to run out. Um, I don't think anything is decided at this stage. I think just people are in certain races. Um, but I think um, definitely it's going to have a huge impact on both teams this season, which is amazing to see that two strong, big Champions League clubs are in the final of the little-known Carabao Cup, the way people talk about it. But I do think it'll be having a massive impact on both our seasons. Um, no doubt I'll talk to you tomorrow. We'll be back and forth on this, no doubt. It's going to be an electric at least 90 minutes. Could be 120-plus penalties. Um, oh, God. If it goes to penalties, no. I think the two of us will probably just... <sighs> I don't know what I would do if it went to penalties. Do you? Imagine he starts with Mendy and he subs Kepa on for the penos. <laughs> well, he should. <laughs> I know, yeah. Just imagine, it'd be crazy. Keep that, keep that fifth sub. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Mendy in there with a concussion? Are we due a concussion sub? That's, Get your head off the post there, quick kid. <laughs> that's literally my thinking. I'm like, right, don't make your fifth sub. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, thanks for having me on again, as always. Yeah, no. um, Pleasure but, having no, you on. It's 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 yeah. gonna be um yeah it's gonna be fun. I mean it's gonna be nail biting, but it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Like this is why we love football, isn't it? 
it's you know lovely I mean? to have a cup final to look forward to in February yeah. as well. I've I've forgotten how 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 nice it is to be in the league cup final this early in the season. You know what I mean? It's exciting, it's really beautiful, exciting. Man, You know what I mean? And like you know, I'm used to my teams being in cup finals. I just hope next year we're in a fucking you know in a title race. <laughs> look, there's no doubt these things figure themselves out, don't they? Hundred percent. Well, listen. Until next time, pleasure having you on. No doubt we'll be talking tomorrow. One of us is going to be happy, happier than the other one. I don't think either of us will be overly disappointed um, with what we have ahead of us anyway. We definitely have bigger fish to fry this season, but certainly we will be talking. Well, we'll do a review regardless, you know what yeah, I mean? Absolutely. Whoever loses, yeah. yeah. Till next time, this has been your Shankly Sessions, Carabao Cup Final Preview with Ian. Also head over to Ian's channel there, Dynamo's Dozen out there on YouTube. He's dropping great content over there. Had the one Vince Russo on there recently. Um, check it out. Absolutely brilliant interview. And yourself. And, and yourself. I've been on as well. We're doing the road to WrestleMania with some really cool videos over there. Top 10s and stuff like that, which is shaping up nicely. Um, Next week, we have the top 10 WrestleMania entrances of all time, which you yours, you actually uh, you, mm. you, you nominated some. I'm hoping Luis Diaz runs up that wing tomorrow like the Ultimate Warrior when his music hits. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> well, I hope he runs up and he gets into the ring like Vince McMahon did and then he pulls both quads. <laughs> You're hoping that he runs up the wing and he gasses as quickly as the ultimate warrior did. <laughs> but we shall see. Pleasure, my friend. Thanks for having me. Best of luck. Cheers, bud.